Hello, welcome to Ashes Daily, or I suppose we should probably rename it Ashes Failey after after spectacularly crashing and burning yesterday, Adam. That's good. That's very good, Tony. That is good. That's the sort of that's the sort of, I'm getting into the groove now. You know, you're usually coming up with the you know you you very often it's obvious that you've been workshopping the gags and that yeah. So I've I've got to take a similar approach. I think I'm impressed. Well, I was good. I'm impressed as well. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, we we got boosted yesterday, didn't we? So we sort of ran out of time really to get a pod up. But we, we were on such that... a such a good run. We'd done what six out of six or something like that. Yeah, um, but finally missed one. Uh, we flew too close to the sun, Tone. It was last, <laughs> yeah. It? But yeah, we we both we both went and got our boosters yesterday. Got went with all the lads, didn't we? Got boosters with the boys. Yeah, got boosted with the boys. You know, we really we put the health of the general public and ourselves above um, bringing you another, another <laughs> Ashes Daily take on, uh, a, you know, on a bad day for England. So, you know, I think we're heroes, really. Let's check in on what's been going on in Adelaide, shall we? Uh, England have it all to do, it's fair to say, um, on day five. Well, save the Ashes to remain relevant in the series to put a good showing. They closed the day 82 for four, Joe Root uh, nicking off the last ball of the day under the lights. Um, yeah, nicking off from Mitchell Stark. So, and with that, probably any any faint hope that England might um, have had potentially overnight going into going to a final day where yeah they would have had to bat it out to to draw the match. Um, I don't even know what the deficit is, but it's it's, it's three hundred plus. It would take Ben Stokes. Or, I mean, we. Shouldn't really talk about Ben Stokes' miracles because it's, uh, it's it's an absurd thing to talk about, really. But you know he's there at the crease overnight. Um, Burns, Hamid, Milan also um, falling. Burns making thirty four, Milan twenty, and Hasib the first wicket to go a duck for him. Yeah, I mean Adam, what's your internal winviz saying after day four? You've Don't got to be. put Australia as as marginal favourites. Would you say <laughs> at this point? Um, yeah, no, England need a further 386. I'd say that's less likely. Um, I think the loss of route off the last ball of the day, I mean, it was already looking basically impossible that England would save the game, but it's now definitely impossible. Um, I don't know, Tone, it feels like you mentioned this on the on the last uh, on the last pod that last time we recorded that. Um, you know, we might have picked the wrong series to do Ashes Daily. We've been talking about it for years. And uh, we finally, you know, sort of uh, managed to to organise ourselves to do it. But this might be the wrong one to have done because, I don't know, it feels like there's sort of increasingly less to say. <laughs> like we're just going to keep saying the same thing. It's just, you know, kind of depressing slash frustrating day after depressing slash frustrating day. And it just, I don't know, it's just becoming... Uh, ever clearer, although it could have been, uh, you know, could have been said before the start, but becoming ever clearer by the day that there is just a, a gulf between these teams and these conditions, isn't there? And, you know, England are just a really, really long way off being able to compete here. And one of, one of the things that is frustrating about that is that, you know, we'll, we'll maybe talk a bit more about Australia today, but th- this is I think it would be fair to say this is far from the best Australia team we've ever seen. You know, they're, they're a good team, but we're, they're not, you know, they're not the, the best that Australia ever turned out. But, but England, and, and in this game, they're without Cummins and Hazelwood. 
their you know arguably their two best bowlers, and yet England are still just not good enough to to, to compete. So there's a lot of reasons for that, and we've talked about quite a few of them already uh, on on the on the podcast over the last couple of weeks. But I, I, I don't know what I don't know what to say really. It's just yeah, there 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 are two teams here, and one of them is just much better than the other. Yeah, and I think you're right. Um, you say we've kind of we're sort of running out of things to say, as you said, as you say. Um, oh, that, that was crap. Hang on. Um, yeah, you know, as you say, I'm <laughs> saying, as you say, <laughs> as you just elucidated. Yeah, exactly. As you say, um, we are running out of things to say, but we haven't said an awful lot about Australia so far. So, um, yeah, maybe we should pay them a bit of attention, give them a bit of love today. As you say, as you say, <laughs> Cummings, no Cummings or Hazelwood, and in came Michael Nisa and Jai Richardson. Um, they both look like they're enjoying themselves. Yeah, they've been they've been excellent, haven't they? Um, and Jai Richardson picking up a couple of wickets. There, I mean, well, also Nathan Lyon has been fantastic all through the game, hasn't he? And he's 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 just an excellent bowler. I know we talked about this a lot. Like he's you know he's sort of perpetually underrated um to the point that he's no longer underrated because people always talk about how underrated he is and I was obviously a bit sniffy about you know the thing of him taking 400 wickets last week but that's not my sniffiness about that it was in no way to 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 diminish how good a bowler Lion is I'm just not particularly interested in those kind of milestones but he you know he is one of Australia's well one of Australia's greatest bowlers of, of this century certainly and and you know will go down uh, as one of their best ever spinners and you know we saw again today. I mean, he's getting so much turn, which not to immediately bring it back to England, but does again raise questions about what England are doing with their team selection here. But he's getting so much turn today. When he finds that perfect length, Shane Warne is getting very excited on commentary um, when he'd get that perfect length where their their batsmen are hesitating about whether to come forward or go back, and it's just it was almost unplayable for for the left-handers at times. Um, and you know, Root plays him well off the back foot, but none of the England batsmen, none of the rest of the England batsmen seem to be able to do that and they're all a bit kind of fidgety and I'm 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 slightly fearful about how Ollie Pope's gonna go against him tomorrow. So um yeah I mean Australia they're 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 definitely playing well. They've been very good in, in both of these games. They've held all their catches, more or less, um, which is another big difference between them and England so far. Um as I say I don't think I, I think even Australian fans would probably acknowledge that this is not the best Australia team of all time. Um, but they're they don't have to be. They're they're more than good enough to beat this England team. At, you know, especially at home. Yeah, quite. I mean, England would kill to have Lyon in their team, wouldn't they? Uh... Were you surprised that Australia chose to bat again? They obviously bowled uh, England out for what two hundred and thirty six, and they could have been forced to follow on, but chose not to. A lot of commentators seem to be surprised by that. What did what did he think? Yeah, I mean, I suppose in terms of winning the game, both options uh, would have put put it sort of well within Australia's reach. You know, I, I don't think. I suppose what was the I thing? Think it makes too much difference. Yeah, exactly. What was the thing? Just to just to beast the England bowlers a bit more. Well, yeah, I would assume I assume so, um, and I'd argue that that makes quite a lot of sense. Um, I, I I can understand why they decided to do that. It's kind of like punch the bruise, uh, or you know punch the the boosted arm uh, as we're feeling today and and just sort of grinding as bowlers into the day and you saw obviously and you saw Ollie Robinson who's really 
looks knackered and was bowling spin <laughs> at times because he just can't do it anymore because they've had to bowl on every day of the game so far and it's been 30 degrees plus every day. So I think, yeah, you know, a lot of commentators would say if Ian Botham were here, I'm sure he would say that, you know, it's it's silly to do it because it does at least theoretically give England half a chance to save the game. Whereas if they'd enforce the follow on, you'd imagine it would be over by now. But with a with a, a, an eye on the the rest of the series, not that they necessarily need to worry too much about the rest of the series, but it, you know, if by keeping the England bowlers out there in the heat a bit longer, I think it does just grinds them down even even more. So I think that was a relatively sensible decision. We I was watching um, the last session of yesterday. I watched about thirty minutes, sat in the queue for the booster. And yeah, you, you, were, you, we, I mean, you weren't talking to me at that point. <laughs> I know, yeah, we went, went to get the boosters with the boys. You know, had, had a good banter in the queue, but then I was like, "Oh, actually, I could just watch the cricket." And so I was like, "Shh," sh- sh- and just watch that. And then you went in to get your booster before me. You got called through first. And I could hear on the other side of the partition. I could hear you just cracking up. I don't know what the what what was the nurse. What banter were you having with the nurse tone? Because you, I could just hear you in this room full of like hundreds of people all i could hear was you laughing <laughs> well you could hear her laughing as well though no all i could hear was you was like i mean i was probably just laughing at my own jokes you were tr- trotting out your best material were yeah you? no i think we were quick just, quick you know. seven minutes about <laughs> 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 yeah i was just riffing i think about microchips and stuff um, <laughs> yeah I can't remember why where I was going with my sentence before that. Anyway, my, you know what I'm saying. I think uh, it's sort of one of the few like talking points in this game so far. Um, but I just don't think it's. Um, I think it was a, a smart decision from Australia, assuming that they do go on to win tomorrow. It's going to take a miracle for them for, for them to not. Let's not talk about sort of team selection for the next test because we'll, we won't leave us anything to talk about tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you look at it, obviously Joe Root uh, and David Milan took four wickets p- between them in in twelve overs to kind of to clean um, clean Australia up, but um, yeah, to keep Australia in check relatively in that second innings. Uh, yeah, and it was very noticeable, wasn't it? As you say about Ollie Robinson, just how much he was lumbering in. It, it, I was getting tired watching him. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, well, we can we can save the chat about the team selection uh, for tomorrow, but it does, it, as I said before, it does kind of raise a lot of questions about what England are doing, not picking a spinner here. Um, I don't know, Tane, it's just, it's all very, it, it, it feels like kind of, it's a bit of a joyless series so far, yeah. I would say. Australia fans may not agree, but it's just not, it's not that much fun. I'm not, you know, I think sort of get out of bed at four in the morning, that excited to turn it on. And I think not just because it's going badly for England, but it's just not, not been much of a contest. And it, it is, it is. It was predictable. You know, we both were perhaps a little bit more optimistic coming in. Well, I was definitely more optimistic. I was optimistic that it would be better than 2017, you know, than, than the series four years ago, which was similarly a kind of joyless grind. Um, but it definitely hasn't been. There's a bit of a Groundhog Day feeling about it so far. And we said on the preview that England would need absolutely everything to go right if they were to have a chance. Is it fair to say that everything's gone wrong so far? Pretty much, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Um, anyway, That's well, it, it's been uh, it's been really fun looking back on all. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a it's been a ball. Um, yeah, we'll be back 
tomorrow with a day five Ashes Daily. Or, or, well, is it going to be Ashes Daily tomorrow? Is it sort of Ashes Weekly, really? Given that, yeah, it might just be our review of the of the test at that point. Yeah, good to keep things fluid. You know, keep the audience guessing. Um, you never know where I'm going to be recording from either. Do you? It's you know, phone box one day, up a tree the next. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, see if you can find some Christmas trees to liven things up. Uh, well, cheers, Adam. It's been a pleasure. Cheers, Tane. See you tomorrow. See you, see you tomorrow.